Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Fernando. I am a professional psychic medium and spiritual teacher. And on this episode, we are going to talk about dreams and the difference between regular dreams and psychic dreams and how do you know when you are having a psychic dream. Um, if you follow followed me along on Instagram and on Facebook, um, you'll know that I do post whenever I have a very unique dream where I believe might be somehow connected to a real world event or circumstance. And I've actually done this a few times. Um, there are some videos I've done. Actually, there was one video I did um, a few years ago, right before, it was probably a month or two right before the shooting in Las Vegas where all those people were killed and hurt. And I described my dream in detail and um, recorded a video, put it out there, and then someone actually brought it to my attention when it happened because I totally forgot all about the dream. I just like, you know, my <laughs> I don't hold on to the, the thoughts very much. I don't hold on to memories and things very often. So sometimes I just go on and, and forget whatever I said, which happens a lot in this industry. I think it's an occupational hazard. But a, a client uh, brought it up to my attention. It's like, hey, Fernie, do you remember even talking about this? I'm like, no. And I went and re-listened to to the recording because I totally forgot what I said um, and I was just kind of like whoa like I totally t- tuned in and picked up on that situation before it happened so um, there have been several times where I've had um, psychic dreams where I'm either seeing the future something's going to happen something's coming up and I'm being given um, forewarning most times, most nights, most of my dreams are just dreams. It's usually me expressing my frustrations or my anxieties, stuff that I'm worried about. It's usually showing up in my dream in some way or another in a symbolic form. But every now and then I will have a dream where it just feels very real. It feels important. And I think that's one of the the, the things that I, I, I remember whenever I'm having a, a dream of significance or there's some sort of precognition with it is after I wake up, as soon as I wake up, I know the dream is important or I know it means something is going to come about that is connected to the dream. I feel that. So I already wake up feeling that way. Um, now, a lot of times, and you might be you might be guilty of this yourself. I know I have been guilty of doing this in the past is whenever I had a really lucid dream when a lucid dream is more, it's just a dream that feels very real. It feels like, like a real dream, like a, like you're in real life and it feels like a real event. Um, sometimes I would jump to the gun and I would assume that a dream meant something is going to happen exactly and identical to what the dream, what I'm seeing in the dream. So I would jump the gun and I would start like spouting off and telling people like, Hey, this is what I dreamt. This is what I dreamt. This is what I dreamt. And it didn't happen or it didn't happen anywhere near to the extent of what I was seeing in my dream. Sometimes I just was reaching, I guess. And these were in the earlier days when I was trying to develop myself, I was just reaching for attention. I was reaching for the satisfaction of knowing that I sense something and I'm psychic and look what I can do. Like I, w- I had that mentality and I had that issue and I remember being that way. And so some of the dreams that I would share were more of a, I'm going to tell you this because you're going to see it happen and I'm going to show you and you're, and I'm going to be accurate. And I'm going to be right. And you're going to be blown away by me. Like a lot, there were, there was a lot of instances that I would do that. Now, when I look back on that, I'm like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Fernie, like get it together, girl. Um, but, but I mean, I'm sure some of you are guilty of that yourself because it's, 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 
everybody wants to be validated. Everybody wants to feel like what they are experiencing or what they're receiving is significant. Um, so, so don't feel bad. Don't feel guilty. If you've done that in your, in your life, don't do it. (laughs) Just don't do it very often. Um, what I would recommend whenever you have a dream and we're going to get into this during the, during, during our, our, um, podcast, but when you're having a dream, and you wake up and you feel like it's important or it means something, what I would suggest is I, I would not suggest you run around and you tell everybody that you're psychic and you're seeing the future. Don't do that because you're basically setting yourself up for failure, right? <laughs> because if something doesn't happen and it doesn't show up at all, you're just going to make yourself look like a fool, okay? This is what you do though. You you wake up, you write, da- write out in as much detail as you can what you saw in the dream or what you experienced in the dream or in what perspective and write down all the details and try really, really hard not to twist or to change the details because in the wanting to be right and in the wanting to be accurate, a lot of times we will twist things or we'll make something out of nothing. So don't try to like overly, um, overly add to the story try to stick to as clearly as what you saw as possible and write it all down and write as much of it as you can remember down as soon as you wake up i these days i don't even wait till i wake up because i don't want to forget what i'm dreaming about i just grab my phone and usually my phone's on the lowest dim setting anyway so it's not like a huge brightness to my face but i'll open up notes and i'll start typing in my notes like just major pieces of the dream. Like like if there was a zebra, I'll write down a zebra. If there was a car wreck, I'll write down like I'll write down major pieces. So I don't have to sit there and write down everything in great detail. I just write it out in pieces. And then when I wake up, those pieces are gonna trigger me to remember and then I'll write down everything that I can remember to that extent. Um, but write it down. And put a date on it and then just, you know, that's it. Leave it alone. And if you feel if you feel like you have to tell someone or like the world is going to end if you don't share your dream, then tell one other person. Don't go on social media and write out, you know, I had this huge dream or whatever like that. Leave that up to the people who call themselves psychics and mediums and people who expect them to sh- to shell out that, that bullshit, <laughs> which is me. I raise my hand up because I follow in that category. Um, but don't, don't go and put yourself out there like that because you're probably going to get a lot of nasty comments or people are going to just throw you in the loony bin. They're not going to want to believe you. And if you ever decide maybe this is something you want to do professionally, you really don't want a lot of your, well, all the shit you ever, you said back in the day, none of it happened or you were crazy. You sounded crazy. So no, you know, um, so what I would recommend is write it down, date it and tell one other person, one other person that you can, you trust or that you feel comfortable telling. Like I had this crazy dream about, I had, I had this crazy dream last night. Um, I always tell Ed, I always tell Ed usually when I have a crazy dream, but he never remembers, which is why I don't, I I try to tell him because I want to say, Hey, do you remember when I said this? And he doesn't, he doesn't, remember no I don't remember that I'm like oh great like I went and told you about this whole dream and it's happening right now and you're like oh I I don't remember you saying that like come on so I actually now I what I do for me personally is because I don't know if it is a psychic dream or not but there's a lot of components that lead me to believe that something is a psychic dream because it it feels super important as soon as I wake up I know it's important and then I have to share it somehow so I that's one indicator that it's a psychic dream of some sort Another indicator that it's a psychic dream is that I'm usually experiencing from a first person, first hand perspective. And what I mean by that is every single dream I've ever had where it's about something that's happening in the world, I'm not experiencing it through my 
life or in my my through my presence i'm seeing it through someone else's eyes or i'm experiencing it through something else someone else's eyes i remember having this one dream and i'm going to share a few examples with you and some of these are a little graphic and i'm sorry for for that but this is the only way you'll understand um some of the earlier dreams i, I remember having this one dream where this man he was he it was in a kitchen and i was a little toddler and I and I was there, there was this man and he was holding a baby in his arms and they were in the kitchen and the baby wouldn't stop crying. And he got so annoyed and so frustrated that he took the child and he put the child in the microwave and he turned on the microwave. And I remember seeing that and I remember the crackling that started happening in the microwave with the baby's skin. And it was so horrific for me to see that it woke me up out of my dream. And I was like, why would I see that? I even, I woke up pissed off because I was like, why would y'all show me this? Like this, what am I, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, am I supposed to go look for every child and a father? And what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to do anything with this? So I woke up pissed off and irritated because I felt that I was given that vision and I hate graphic, violent things. Like I I don't watch movies nowadays because if it's too graphic, I just, uh, it takes me, it it has to be something really, really good for me to bear with the, the violence or the graphicness of something. Gore, I hate gore. So when I woke up, I was just pissed off and irritated by this dream. And um, I said, you know, why are you showing this to me? And I think a few weeks later, a couple of, a couple of months later, I saw a story like that in the news. Um, And I was just like, oh my God, that's what I saw. Um, And then there was another time a dream there was the the one where i was um the nevada shooting that's another one that i uh, mentioned to you guys as well and i was seeing it through someone who was in the audience running from the bullets flying so that was another dream that i had um before the um pulse nightclub uh, massacre um and terrorist event which happened in miami about a week or two no about a um i think yeah about about two or three weeks before that happened i had a dream where i was one of two um i'm sorry i was this man who was killing gay men and i was in this like place in miami and there were these gay men and they were all trying to escape and get out of the room and some of them were crawling up like windows and stuff and i was stabbing and i was killing and i was shooting like i was killing people and i remember having that dream it was really graphic and i I woke up and i was like what the hell is this but i remember where it was and i remember what the basis of the dream was and i even told a few of my family members we were coming back from a trip to the beach we had gone fishing and um on the way back i had said i had this really weird dream about these men being murdered or killed they were a gay couple um and so i described some of the dreams components to my family members are like that's why would you dreams like that that's crazy why would you dream like that they just come they just show up they just these dreams just show up and sure enough three weeks later um it happened and i found they remembered and they said oh my god that's a dream i'm like yeah i know so um i so i tell like a few people um nowadays when i'm having the dream and i do this more for educational reasons but also just to record it is i will go and if you follow like i said if you follow me on youtube and you follow me on i'm sorry follow me on facebook and on instagram whenever i have a dream and i wake up and there's major components of the dream that i want to remember i will put it in like this i'll I'll make this little like four picture um little post where I'm, i'm posting four major things that happened in the dream and then i'll describe my dream in detail for those of you who want to see you know what happens when i have a really 
graphic or really intense dream that I think might relate to something in the real world. And I'll describe it and I will show you pictures. And then, because uh, I don't know if it's going to be something that actually happens or if it's symbolic in nature or what, but it, it feels important. And so I want to record it. So I'll share it with all of you guys. Um, and I'll ask you what you think about it. Um, but also just to also have a record of me recording that me posting that so people can go back and see none of that but for those of you who have dreams these are it's normal like it's normal to have dreams where you're being given a vision you're being given signs you're being given like impressions and stuff and it means something it really does mean something I hear all the time from clients who dream that they've had a dream that their loved ones died and then sure enough, their, you know, their loved ones pass away. I had other dreams where, you know, some of my clients dreamed that their husbands are cheating on them and sure enough, within a few months, something comes up. So I, I don't say you should trust every dream you have because sometimes a majority of dreams are releases. They are you just releasing your fears, your anxieties, your worries, um, and you're just releasing it. I cannot tell you how many Starbucks dreams I have had since I left Starbucks. I mean, I kid you not. I always have the same type of dream where I'm back working at Starbucks and I'm having to make coffee again and I'm having to deal with the bullshit that happened behind the scenes with you know all of the uh, inner office politics with the company. And so I, I, I have those dreams. I have probably two of those a year. I would say two Starbucks dreams a year, sometimes three, where I'm back there and I'm having to make, make coffee and I'm no longer able to do this. So it's a fear of mine. It's an anxiety of mine um, and definitely something that I keep. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go back and work at Starbucks. It just means that I'm, I'm there's some fears and anxieties that I'm struggling with. And that's why I'm having that dream. So you shouldn't trust every single dream you have as a pre precognition because again a premonition because it, it might just be you wanting attention like i used to want attention um, it might just be you wanting to sound right or wanting to make a big deal out of something that is not so significant it might be a symbolic dream where you're just taking it very literally and it's not it's actually symbolic in nature um, and you need to really decipher and understand it. And sometimes the best way to understand it is to write the dream down, break it up into pieces, because usually when you're seeing something, dealing with something or experiencing something, it, it, it means something. It's something significant. Um, so it, it, it represents some piece of information and you're, you just go through it and you can kind of make sense of the entire dream. Um, but... I would I would suggest writing them down and then just trying to understand it. And you can always share it with someone and let them interpret your dream because they might see something or notice something in your dream that you didn't. Um, but like I said, when, when I think it's a psychic dream and it's a premonition, it feels important as soon as I wake up, I know it, it means something or it's important and I need to share it. Um, I may not understand the significance of it. I may not even be able to break down the symbolism of it, but it's important for me to share it in that way because I don't want, if, 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 I can give someone a piece of information that potentially changes the course of someone suffering or being hurt. I will gladly take the hit um, of sounding like a crazy maniac or being a fool and and not and not being correct because I would rather have someone be be you know helped with that than to, than to just you know do it for attention or anything like that. So I, I think that's where I'm coming from in all of that. Um, there's this other there's there are times where my loved ones communicate with me in dreams and it's easier for them to communicate honestly with my family members it is easier for them to communicate with me in dreams than it is to just show up because i when i'm working i'm working with other people's spirits other people's family members 
And it's easier for me to share what I'm getting because they can validate the information and it's not something that I would be privy to. If I try to tune into a loved one right now, I mean, I don't know the differences if I'm, if it's just me wanting to hear what I want to hear or if it's them giving me something very specific. And so I ask them to come in dreams and they do. They show up in dreams and they will vocalize or share or tell me what I need to know. Um, every single time there has been a death in the family, I'm usually, the dream is about someone having a huge party in a white place, like a white house or someone at their own funeral. Like, and that's usually what I'll, what I'll dream before somebody passes away. And then of course they pass away. So that's another, um, that's another way that I receive communication from those in spirit, from my loved ones. Um, dreams, I think you can learn a lot from your dreams if you would just pay attention and try not to twist it or turn it into anything other than what it is. And, and for me, over the years, it really does help me to write it down, to break it up in pieces and just examine each piece because the symbolism in dreams is pretty profound sometimes. Um, usually a white house or a big white space represents heaven for me. Don't know why, just does. Um, there have been several instances where I've visited the other side or I've gone to the other side and I've joined the other spirits there. Um, but the place doesn't look like this. Like I'm not on a cloud floating around with a harp. I'm usually at some sort of huge venue. Like... Um, this, this has been the same two venues that I've seen over and over and over again. One of the venues that I've seen, one of the, 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 the places that are heaven-like for me are it's this huge like playhouse or a huge opera house or a huge um, um, venue like this where a bunch of people are seated, there's a stage, and there's red curtains. Um, and, that, and, and, and there's like, I mean, a ton of people there. So whenever I go there, I know that I'm in heaven because, you know, Everyone there, they're they're watching us here in the physical world. We are their show. We are their play. We are their television. I would say form of entertainment, except it's not that they're just watching us to be entertained. They're also, they're watching us because they're learning from us and through us. And so they're not only that, but they're also, some of them are there to coach us. You know, some of them are there on the other side and they see us in this game that we call life. They're in the stands watching us play. They see us stumble and fall and drop the ball. They're yelling and shouting, get up, get up, get up. I mean, they're there to help us in that way. So one of the venues that I usually encounter whenever I go to the other side is this huge playhouse or this huge opera house where um, everybody, all these people are gathered. Some people are dressed normally. Some people are in costumes. Some people are in like really nice suits and et cetera. And I'm usually there like trying to find my seat. Um, so that's that's an interesting uh dream that I have regularly. I've had it several times, but I know I'm in the other side. The other dream that I have, um, that is also, I'm on the other side is there's this huge, it's like, there's a desert. There's like a desert where there's nothing in for miles and miles and miles. There's absolutely nothing. But in the middle of the desert, there's this huge, um, I want to call it spaceship looking, like building but it's huge and it is a movie theater and a game room and it's a like lecture hall it's like everything in one so whenever i go there people are playing games people are doing what they're doing etc i mean everybody's doing their own thing and so that is a representation of us here like we're all here 
playing the games that we know ourselves to have, which is our lives, or we're participating in an act or in a play or in something. And there are people that are watching us. Like that's the other um, image. So whenever I go there, it's always like, oh, I'm on the wrong floor. I've got to get to the right floor. Um, I've got to get to the right level, etc. And those are just, uh, you know, um, symbols for my life and what I may be struggling with or what I'm dealing with at the time. But that's another, uh, way that I see heaven. So it's either this playhouse or this venue. It's this like place in the middle of the desert where there's nothing but this place and or um, a white house, which has happened already several times where I'm in this clean, like clean, ultra modern or ultra simple minimalistic home and it's all white. Um, and that's the other one. So those are the three, the four, yeah, the three different uh, identifying factors that I know whenever I know that I'm on the other side or I'm in heaven. Um, there, there are other kinds of experiences that people have that they associate with dreams. Um, there are those, those dreams where people feel like they're falling and then they like wake themselves up or they like, they get all scared and they wake themselves up, um, really quickly and jump up and stuff. Um, and that's actually not, you're not actually falling, um, but you are actually falling. And what happens in those instances is, um, every single night, almost every night throughout our entire lives, we take a break. And we being in the physical body is like forcing a thousand boxes into one box. So it's it's like a lot of stuff in a very short, small space and period of time. So we cram ourselves into these physical bodies, but they aren't designed to hold us indefinitely. They're just vehicles. They're just shells that we use. They're just tools that we use to experience our lives. And um, so we need breaks because it's kind of hard. It's like, you know, stepping, it's like women, it's like putting your feet into some really tight heels, like high heels that are just so painful. You know, you do it for however long you have to do it. But then at some point, the moment you get a chance to just take a break, you take your shoes off. It's the same thing. Every, you know, almost every night, our spirits, our spiritual essence cannot sustain this ongoing like fitting. We can't keep being in our bodies because it's just too painful sometimes for us. It's too much. So we are allow ourselves to release and we expand. So we disconnect from the body. We, we disembark and we release ourselves and we expand into our greater selves. And we see, and we start to experience things from that perspective. Um, we're still alive. The physical body is still going because it's, it's got a, each, each engine, each model has a unique, uh, code where, you know, you're not going to switch off until a certain point so that it's going to keep running. The machine's going to keep running until it, th- that switch off code is hit and then it turns off. But, um, so even if we are separated from our bodies momentarily, there's st- our bodies are still alive. So we, um, we, expand we disconnect from our physical bodies we expand into the greater selves we we transition over and back into our our spirit selves and there are different levels from here to the other side some of us will kind of meddle and mingle in between the different levels some of us will go all the way to the other side but we separate ourselves we disconnect because we're not used to being in these stuck in these physical bodies for so long sometimes people when they are coming back to their bodies 
and they're rushing back in, something happens and they're rushing back in really quickly, or if they're in the process of disconnecting and then something scares that person, they will slam back into the physical body. They will slam back in and reconnect. Um, and that's usually what that experience of falling is all about. When you're falling off of a cliff or falling towards the, the, the sky, towards something, that's what that is about. You're, you're literally falling back to your physical body. Um, you're, 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 and, and we see this <laughs> jokingly, we see this place as a like hole in the ground. We see it as like, you know, this flat place or this hole in the ground or this, this abyss as you will. So that's what these, we understand this place to be this because you know this is a lower vibrational level that we exist on in the physical world. You know, we experience darkness here. We experience negativity here. We experience hardships and stru- struggling here, suffering. So when we are disconnecting and we, something shakes us or causes us to get, you know, slam back in, we get, get scared. Then you'll have that experience of slamming back into your body, but you're actually falling back into your body. And that's what's happening there. So, excuse me. Um, I, people call it astral projection. People have different names for it, but it's basically astral projection. It's where you leave your body and you're no longer attached to your physical body. Um, you are attached, but you're not like tied to like you're not attached to it like in it anymore you you can freely move about um there was a guy named um robert monroe who wrote several books about his experiences out of the body it's called journeys out of the body um check him out because they're pretty cool and if you ever want to learn how to willingly astrally project um then that's those are the books and the resources to look into um i looked into his books back in the day and i used to spend time meditating and you know focusing on trying to disconnect from my body um i do i mean we all do naturally like when we sleep we just don't recall all the specific details and we don't recall like being an energy being separated from the physical body here in the physical world because we usually don't stick around in the physical world we usually like you know zoom into that other realm that we're we're from so um people who want to willingly actually project but they want to stay on the physical level that's a practice that takes work um and i came pretty close to it um when i was a teenager when i was practicing astral projection and uh, i had this one experience one night where i was asleep and i had just practiced that that evening before I went to sleep, some of the things that I can do to help me actually project. And um, then I woke up and I remember waking up and I felt like I was swaying back and forth in my own body. It was so weird because I was like, I I, I feel like I'm swaying and going back and forth, back and forth. So I felt like I was on a swing. And then I started to feel like vibrations. Like I was feeling like my body vibrate and I was like, well, that's weird. And I started to, to feel like a, like a, like a wind across my body. And I also was hearing a buzzing in my head. And so usually those are indicators. Those are some of the signs that you'll get before you disconnect or you exit your body. But you also, there's a level of fear you reach as well, because when you start to experience these things, you also start to experience some fear and the fear will keep you from um, disconnecting fully. It'll keep you like attached to your body or you'll still be stuck with your body. So I felt this level of fear and then I was like, oh no, I don't think I'm ready for this right now. Like I am not, (laughs) I'm not sure I'm ready to take that next step or to like disconnect. You know, I just, you, you, it's the fear that you have. So 
it happened and I didn't disconnect. But I mean, I've had multiple, I mean, we all astrally project, it's not a big deal. But of course, people like the idea of like, I'm going to disconnect from my physical body, I'm going to be this spiritual being walking around in the physical world, visiting my neighbors, my friends, etc. Um, and you can encounter some really interesting phenomena and other beings in that state. Um, and that's why I would suggest reading Robert Monroe's books, because they're very interesting. And they talk about those kinds of experiences. Um, if you want to have more psychic dreams, and and this is part of, if you check out my YouTube, um, my YouTube psychic development class. Just go over to YouTube. You can get there through my website, and you can just go to YouTube and type in my name. I should come up. Um, I have a class where I teach people how to um, improve and increase their psychic potential, their psychic abilities. And if you want to to have more psychic dreams, there are things you need to know about before you begin having um, more dreams. And you don't just want to open yourself up to whatever because you could very well be opening the door to all kinds of bullshit and, and weirdness and you don't really want to put yourself out there like that. So you want to be very intentional in what you're trying to you know experience or what you want to receive in the dream state. And I think that intention is so important because it really does align you with the energy you're going to be bringing in. It's going to be like, you know, connecting yourself with. Um, And so having intention before you dream is important. And what I would say is, you know, right before you go to bed, right before you go to sleep, you can do one of two things. You can, you can create a prayer or a affirmation about what you wish to receive in your dream state, or you can meditate. Um, If you meditate, I would recommend meditating for 15, 20 minutes before you go to sleep, um, because what it does is it allows you to be more calm, more receptive, and more willing to just receive versus you thinking you're thing, thinking about the things that you're worried about in life. Like, you know, when you're falling asleep and all you can think about are your bills or your relationship or work or your stress or whatever, then your brain is so active and it's so busy with all that chatter. There's no, there's, you're really probably not going to have a psychic. Some people do, but you're probably not going to have psychic experiences or psychic dreams very often. Um, so you've got to quiet that down. And one of the best ways to quiet that down is to actually, meditate before you go to sleep because it helps you to kind of breathe learn to be in the moment and let go of those things um another thing is you can create a um a like i said a prayer you can say dear god i surround myself with love and light i align myself with the information that is there for us to understand that is in reference to future events and future experiences So I ask and I wish to receive information that will help me to see what is coming for us as humans, what may be showing up in experiences and in events, Um, and just make something up. But if you write something like that down and then say thank you at the end, um, you're basically aligning with the energy of that and you're intending for that. So you're going to create more opportunity to receive that information. Same thing with like your loved ones. If you want to communicate with your loved ones, you want them to visit you in a dream, um, then I would suggest you you do meditation before you you just breathing and then you ask 
for it in a very specific way. Now, if you're overly anxious or you're overly excited about doing that or you're overly like obsessive about it, if you get obsessive about it, you're trying to control the process and it's probably not going to happen. You need to be to you need to get to a place where you're okay with letting whatever's going to happen happen. You would like it, but it's like your life doesn't depend on it, right? You not, like what's going on in your life isn't dependent on it because if you're doing that, you're controlling the receptive recept the recept processes and you're going to not get as much so just food for thought um but that's another way that you can kind of align with that energy and increase your likelihood of having a psychic experience and and dreaming and stuff um you can also go and eat whataburger um for those of you who don't know what a whataburger is it's a it's a it's a hamburger chain in texas um but every time i don't know why but whenever i'd go and have like a full-blown whataburger with like uh, uh fries and all that crap like i would have the craziest psychic dreams um so whataburger definitely <laughs> is one of those things and i'm not promoting whataburger in any way you know, not to have an unhealthy lifestyle but that's another thing that would work for me sometimes um well, guys, I hope that this has given you um, some information about psychic dreams and dreams in general and um, and how you can increase the likelihood of having a psychic dream and what the difference might be between you having a psychic dream versus you just having a dream where you're just like, you know, having mental diarrhea. But I love you guys and check out my website if you haven't already gone. It's www.fernandamarone.com. You can also check me out on Instagram, um, Facebook, YouTube. Um, you can also check me out on um, Snapchat and also Twitter. Don't forget to follow and like and subscribe to my channel as well. And I'm going to be putting out some new content um, in the future. If you guys have any dreams um, about psychic dreams or about your specific experiences, I'd love to hear about them. Please share them in the comments section attached to this video or podcast. And I look forward to our next time together. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.